here it comes. I hate you for this. Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get his whole motherfucking family. And I ain't playing with nobody. Fuck around and I'ma catch a body. Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get his whole motherfucking family. My voice is too gone to imitate her. Yeah, you can't. Fuck around and I'ma catch a body. Bitch, I got the map or the 40. Turn a bitch to some macaroni. Tell me how you want it. I really mean it, I'm just not recording. Then I'll go to Chapel for all you awkward. Leave a bitch to the head. Just drop. First of all, did she just say, I really mean it, I'm just not recording? Yeah, and then she says, But you are recording. Yeah, and then then she has, then she says something about how they're actors, but she likes, but since she can't really rhyme, she has to like change the way it sounds or whatever. Well, that right there, everybody, is Dej, Dej Loaf. Yeah. D-E-J, Loaf Like a Loaf of Bread. Yeah. And that's her song that is apparently huge and called for, Try yeah, Me. For those of you who don't know who she is, I'm sure a lot of you do and have heard it, but a lot of times Justin and I play these people, and sometimes they're unknowns, like the Chuggos and the things like that. Yeah. And stuff people are never going to hear, ever. Right. And sometimes... You wonder if that stuff's popular, and I'd like to let you know that that song is enormous. Yeah, and she is actually Huge. on the cover of the new Double XL, which is arguably the biggest hip hop magazine in the world. It's in the top two or three. I mean, I would say it's probably if that. it's not. Number I would one. say it's number one. She herself like facing on the cover, but her name is there, and that's enough. Yeah, which means she gets a couple page article. Yeah, and I read it. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure it's very interesting, or not at all. Man, it's bad. <laughs> It's real bad. So, um, Dej Loaf, welcome to Big Snackers number 57. Yeah. And not only <laughs> is it number 57, the, what else? It's number after 56. <laughs> That's correct. So, we're doing two episodes in a row, two days in a row. First time I've ever done this. Yeah. It's exciting. We're not running out of things to talk about, mainly because Scott. Hazel wouldn't shut his fucking mouth. I know, seriously, Jesus Christ. So, uh, but no, we appreciate Scott coming on and tell us about Turn to Press and uh, him moving on to new endeavors, which we wish him luck. Yeah. And uh, we have a ton of stuff to talk about today, from video games to music to personal health issues I would like to talk about. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Justin does. Maybe he'll want to share, too. I don't know if Justin's more private of a person than I am. Well, it but, depends. Um, I'd like to talk about a few things and where I'm at in my life because, like I said, I feel like we have a great fan base of listeners and people that actually care about us. And I know we do because they send us presents and emails and seem generally distraught if one of us is in the hospital or something happens. Yeah. Which I feel like it's only fair to be honest to you, to you guys. So we'll get to all that soon. Um, we theoretically have a guest today, which <laughs> is one of my favorite rappers. Name we'll Show see. You Suck. We'll see. And here's my problem. Is I just don't like talking to publicists. And the reason I don't like talking to publicists is the exact situation we have right now. <clears throat> which is, everything's been fine. And then I emailed his publicist last night. And she's nice. I'm not being a dick. She's nice. I'm sure she's fine at her job. But if you could just let me talk to the artists themselves. Yeah. We would have this sorted out 
within one minute of a yeah. phone call. Yeah. And this is how the phone call would go. Show you suck would call me and say, hey, man. Like, hey. And be like, is everything good today? I'd be like, yeah. Call us at 6.15. And he'd say, okay. Right. And that's all it takes. But when you're emailing with a publicist, you don't like to use the phone because for some reason, people in the music industry don't like to use the phone. No. I learned to mix tapes. They like, uh, it's like 30 thread emails to discuss exactly what I just said that you yeah. can discuss on the phone in 30 exactly. seconds. Yeah. And it drives me insane. And I'm sorry if I sound obnoxious. My voice is gone right now. We uh, shot a music, music video the other night and we were in the woods and it was cold as fuck. And we had to sit there and rap and sing the same parts over and over and over again. Yeah. And it caught up to me. So my voice is completely gone. So that's my story with that. How was the music video? It or was I mean, awesome. How was the shoot? Um, it comes out tonight at midnight tomorrow. I want everyone, please, if you're listening. Well, we'll get to that later. I want to talk about my new band. So we can do a segment on that. Yeah, that's fine. As we talk about my mental health. Because they all go hand in hand. And that'll that'll take a little while, so I'd like to get to that when we have time. Well, we might as well just do it now. I'm, I'm not prepared mentally yet. Doesn't even make any sense. You're already talking about it. Man, you just don't. If you're just like vibed. I don't know what that means. All right, pretend you're like on a cloud and you're just riding this cloud, mm-hmm. and you're looking down at the city. Okay. And then you see one of the guys from Mario that's in the cloud that. Tosses the spite turtle shells. Yeah, you gotta kill that motherfucker. Uh, well, yeah, I know you gotta kill him. How you gonna do it? Well, usually you jump up on like a platform and then mm-hmm. you jump on him when he swoops down. Okay, and I'll take that exact logic and apply it to the podcast. I can't. They're not really parallel or analog to each other. <laughs> what would you do if I really talked like that all the time? <laughs> I would fucking like, not. I would not do the podcast. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> um, it does feel good to be back. This is great. This is therapy for me. And um, I want to talk about a bunch of stuff, really, from mu- movies to video games to music and some new music I've found. And uh, let's just jump right into movies because I feel like everyone watches movies. And yeah. all of you all watch movies. I saw a few movies the past few weeks. Have you seen anything? Um, I watched a movie on the plane ride back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just went to L.A. Let's, mm-hmm. let's get there. We usually talk about our weeks first anyways. Yeah. So you talk about your week, and I'll tell you about mine. Justin's birthday is uh, January 23rd. Mm-hmm. So wish him happy birthday. Send him a card. Send him a kiss. Send him perfume. Or, I mean, just tweet at me if you want. That's also acceptable. Or, or just tweet at him a link to a gift card for perfume. Yeah, for perfume. Yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> yeah, you want Don't to- do what uh, our friend Doug did and send me a thing that's a happy birthday from Applebee's. <laughs> that's pretty funny though it is that's funny pretty funny um you were in i won't say la because people in los angeles hate when you say LA. i know i was in los which Fieles. is stupid because yeah. you know what it is it's, it's LA. la yeah so fuck yourself i was in la county well, okay um, um i was in los Feliz, which is next to silver lake and glendale and you know other i'm well aware places. Um, there's a place called tomato pie in silver lake yeah i don't know if you ate there no it's a delicious and b if you go there three out of four times, Tim Armstrong from Rancid will be just by himself <laughs> oh, eating good, pizza. Good. By himself. Good when he got off his shift being a uh, bus driver because <laughs> he looks like now. Right. So, um, but it is the 
Some of the best pizza I've ever had, without any question. But that's funny because I should have gone there because I had no like I had pizza there, but none of it was good. Like I mean, it was fine. It wasn't awful by any means, but it wasn't like exceptional. And but I did have other stuff there that was like really good. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, Los Angeles is a hotbed for great food. Yeah. Um. Well, we only knew because uh, a girl named Felicia that Matt and I know, Matt Medina. Who was up there? She works for Epitaph. I don't want to name drop or anything, but Felicia from Epitaph. <laughs> That's cool. Just kidding. There's a, there's an inside joke behind that um, because people always actually refer to Felicia as Felicia from Epitaph. Okay. Which is really funny because she's just a really nice girl, right? And she's really cool. But like anyone who's in a band will call her that because it's like they want something out of her. I feel like. Yeah. And her name's just Felicia. But, like, band dudes will be like, yeah, we stayed at Felicia from Epitaph's house because she'll let bands stay there. <laughs> and it's like, you're not getting signed to Epitaph because of yeah, the Yeah, because you stayed at someone's house one like, time. Matter. But uh, she had told Matt about it, and uh, they went. And then Matt Medina, who's been on the show many a times, and his uh, wife now, but girlfriend at the time, took us to Tomato Pie a couple times. And it is... I don't know how to describe it. I guess it's pan, if anything. It's not super deep dish. It's not thin. It's just like a nice, thick, flavorful pizza. Yeah. They have vegan, non-vegan, um, whatever you want. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I... I mean, I didn't even know about it or else I would have gone because I wasn't too far from Silver Lake. I should have told you to go there. It's like in the heart of Silver Lake. Like, it's right in, like, the Mecca area of where all the hipsters are. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... It was fun. It was, it was, I mean, it was fun. I, I hadn't been to LA in a really long time, so it was nice to get to go there and like spend a little bit of time and like actually like walk around and like do stuff. And I, I uh, got to see the space shuttle, which was cool. I uh, saw your picture of that online. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It was interesting because it's one of the only like four places in the entire world you can see a space shuttle that actually went to space. Right. That's awesome. Um, who, who did you, I mean, I know you went by yourself. Who'd you hang out with? Uh, I stayed with my friends Adam and Lisa and, um, that was, I mean, that's pretty much it. Did you see Alex? Yeah, hung out with Alex uh, quite a bit, and our friend Kristen quite a bit, and uh, just kind of hung around, and just, that's about it. Enjoy just not being at home? Yeah, pretty much. That makes sense. I need to do something similar. Um, my psychiatrist <clears throat> or therapist last week told me that the best thing for me right now, after I finish all the band stuff I'm obligated to do and get everything ready for this new band, she said that I should get away for four or five days and just go somewhere. Yeah. Probably go she, she to said, um, <laughs> Gatlinburg or whatever. I would love Apple to. Apple Barnes. She said uh, someplace warmer, preferably, but she said just anywhere after talking to me, she said she could tell that I just need to get away. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt it. Which is probably true because I work myself to death. Well, plus you haven't been on an actual vacation no, in a long time because mostly you were just. Eight years. Yeah. Which is funny because I think you'll agree with this, and it's funny to say is that I work my ass off to a degree that's like not healthy, but I don't have a job, a real job. Yeah. But it's funny because I really do constantly work my ass yeah. off. Um, so there's that. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad LA was awesome. Anything else? Like anything crazy happen? Or since I wasn't there, did nothing crazy happen? Um. No, I mean there was always there's always something going on there, but sure. like. Uh, there was the 
I don't usually, I mean, like, generally, in general, I don't laugh at homeless people because I know, like, that's, like, you know, they got problems and stuff, and, like, yeah. there's a lot of Do issues they, and really, stuff. Do they really, though? <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> um, but when I was in Santa Monica, there was this woman walking down the street, and this guy, like, this little, this little Hispanic guy walked out in front of her, and he had, like, a pompadour uh, haircut. Okay. And he walked out, and he walked too close to her, and <laughs> she immediately went... Fuck you, Bruno Mars. Give me a cigarette. And I was wow. like, I was like, like at first I was like, maybe she doesn't actually have any problems. And then like right after that, she was like talking to herself and yelling and stuff. And I was like, man, that really sucks because that one joke was pretty good, you know. But um, so that was funny. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I did a bunch of stuff, but like nothing like major really happened or anything like that. Uh. What did I say? Oh, but the one complaint I have with L.A., I mean, other than the traffic, because that's what everybody complains about the most when they go there, is uh, why why are there so many cash-only businesses still? Okay, yes. This is something you and I started to talk about yesterday. Yeah. And um, I was vague about it, but absolutely. Um, when I went to L.A. last... I was with our friend Alex yeah. and my friend Kevin. Yeah. And we went to a burrito place and I was starving. And it was like a really nice, authentic, like Mexican um, burrito place. So I got, I think I got chips and queso. I got a drink, like a soda. At the time, I drank alcohol. So I got a margarita. Yeah. And I got like a big burrito and it came to like $26. Like, all right, awesome. That was actually well worth twenty six dollars. I'm full, and that was delicious. So I go up to the counter and hand them two twenty dollar bills, and she's like, "Oh, we don't take that." Wait, you handed her money, and she didn't, they don't take it. Yeah, I was talking about how everything's cash only there. I'm not. That's what I meant, cash only. I confused my story. I handed her my credit card. I don't know why I said money. Yeah. I hand her my credit card, and she goes, we don't take that. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. She's like, we don't take take it's cash only. And I even actually said, is there a sign that says that anywhere? Because I'm confused. And I, I even told her, you know, I was like, I'm not trying to be rude. But I was like, I, I don't have any cash, and I, I don't see a sign anywhere. Yeah. And then she literally, like, this is something out of Seinfeld. She walks me around to the front door. Yeah which is about a good 20 feet from where we're standing, and then shows me a sign that's about the size of a small sticker <laughs> on casual. the front door. It says cash only. And I'm like, no one, first of all, has ever noticed that. No. B, I, I was like, I don't know what you want me to do because I don't have $26 in cash on me. Yeah. I have thousands of dollars in cash on this card Yeah. that you could just take. Right. <laughs> um, luckily, Kevin and Alex both live in LA so they're used to it yeah so they covered me and I ended up buying something different but you're right like I don't get it like there's this part of LA that just doesn't take cash yeah and it's a lot I mean it's it's a lot of LA yeah there's a ton of places and I understand when it's like a little taco stand or like a truck or something like that but when if I can walk in and like you have like I don't know a cash register and seating and waitresses and shit like that like shouldn't you maybe well also to me i mean like it's not hard to get a credit card machine it's not hard to set up account no i've done it before i'm sure you've done it you know what you're doing too yeah. 
at your job. So basically, to me, what you're basically, why do I keep on saying basically? Shit, 20 times in like one <laughs> sentence. What you're doing is saying, well, we do want your business, but not all of it. So we'll make some money. But there's other people with credit cards. We don't want their money. Right. You're literally, it, you're literally saying that. You're just turning away free money. This, this is also the other thing. I don't, I don't is if, if, if I can go on an airplane and I can buy something with my credit card in the sky... Which you can, yeah. Sky Miles. For no, the I mean, like, if I can be on the plane and give them my card and they can run it through on the plane, why am I on, like, the earth and I can't use my card at a place? What, you know, just have a fucking square reader in the damn place. That's all it like, takes. You know, it doesn't like even bands, cost anything. Small independent bands that aren't making pennies can take credit cards to their T-shirts. Yeah. Mixtapes took them. Yeah, we had a square reader. Our merch guy hooked it up to his iPhone. Right. All you do is swipe the card. It went straight to my bank account. Yeah. It's very simple. Right. And it literally, a brain dead person can do it. Yeah. It takes no, <coughs> it takes nothing. No. And I just don't, I don't get it and I don't know why that would happen. Um, but that was really, I mean, the only main thing that I was like kind of upset about. Other than that, it was fine. Like, L.A. is pretty cool. There's a lot of cool stuff there. I understand the appeal of being there. I don't know if I would like living in such a large place because it takes forever to get anywhere. But I would not like living there. I know you probably feel differently than me. I guess here's my question then. And anybody listening, you can chime in to yourself. I don't know if you talk to podcasts, but I do all the time when I'm listening to them in my car. Well, that seems odd. You don't do that ever? No. Truck like listening to a podcast and somebody says something, you're not kind of like, no. No. Really? No, because I'm listening to a recording. <laughs> yeah, but you're listening to two people like have a conversation. Right, but they're not there. Justin. <laughs> you don't need to get all huffy about it. I'm just saying I don't do that. No, but feel free to chime in at home if you'd like to yell at us. Yeah. Your screen, but, uh, yell ineffectually at your <laughs> fucking... What are your favorite parts of being in Los Angeles? And what are your least favorite parts? And then I'll tell you mine. Um, I, the the uh, amount of food probably is like my favorite part. Yeah, the amount of food there is un unparalleled anywhere except for maybe New York City or Chicago. And even then, those I, are also the three biggest cities in yeah. the country, so that makes sense. No, let's see. And yeah. LA might have better and more food than New York City and Chicago. Yeah, because New York City has some good food, but it's basically just big thin slices of pizza. Right. I think my other <laughs> part that I like about it is like if you're in a neighborhood, like you can walk the whole neighborhood. Like you don't have, there isn't a whole oh, lot yeah. of problem walking around or getting from place to place. Yes, if you want to go somewhere in particular, you have to drive. But in yeah. general, if you're just hanging out in a neighborhood, you can walk all over like anywhere and get like really great stuff. And pretty much, I was going to say when I was in Los Angeles on Warp Tour, we had the two days off in Los Angeles. Yeah. And when I stayed at Adam Kokesh's house and did his podcast, him and I walked his dog, and we walked his whole neighborhood, and we got to a gas station, got some drinks there, and then there was an In-N-Out, and then there was also, I don't remember, but basically like within like a quarter of a mile from his house in the suburbs, there was an In-N-Out, a Taco Bell, or a Del Taco, a convenience store. Mm. It's just cool, because around here, you don't really get that. No. And some places you, you do in Cincinnati, yeah. but I mean, for the most part... It's not, it's not like where you and I live. Like, yeah. I can walk 
to Del Taco and then like you go grab a Diet Pepsi at the convenience store. Right. I have to drive. Yeah. Um, I will say something very unpopular, which is this is probably the fourth time I've had In and Out. I don't I don't get it. That is unpopular. I still don't get and it. I disagree. But I'm not one of those people. I don't I mean it's good for what it is, but it's not the greatest I, I have a pet peeve. Yeah. And my pet peeve is when people get really offended about someone's opinion on food. Um, yeah. Because I think it's really weird and goofy. That's why I'm not going to like call you out on your opinion. I think In-N-Out is delicious. I think it's by far the best fast food burger. I feel like I sound some like, like some NPR host because my voice is gone. I feel like I just sound like really plain and monotone. <laughs> so I apologize if I do. Like My voice is literally completely gone right now from this music video. But uh, I get, I mean... Yeah, In-N-Out is my favorite fast food burger. I think it's delicious, animal style, delicious fries, animal style, a drink, a milkshake, Neapolitan milkshake. I don't know if you tried that because you can get that. No, I didn't. Ridiculous. Um, but it's always bothered me when you say you don't like a food. Yeah. And someone responds like you're a fucking idiot. Right. As if you control your taste buds. Right. And that's why it's always... <laughs> it's, I think that's why it's always bothered me. It's it, like, if I could choose what I liked, yeah, I would like everything. Yeah. Because then I could eat really healthy, lose a lot of weight, and be in really good shape. Yeah. Because I would eat Brussels sprouts, and they would taste like candy and cake to me. Right. <laughs> like, so that's why I don't go and people are like, how can you not like this food? I'm like, trust me, I wish I... Yeah. I wish I could control it. Right, and it's I not, don't choose. It's not that I don't like it. It's fine. It's just not... Like, everybody talks about how fucking great it is all the time, and I'm like, it's good. It's just not like... I have a feeling like if I lived there, I would never eat it in and out. Because, really? yeah, I, because, I, I mean, it's fine for you go on a trip or whatever and you eat it the one time and then you're okay because you ate it. But it just reminds me of, like, any other fast food place. Like, uh, But well, I'm also a fucking snob when it comes to that stuff. I don't really eat fast are. food that you're, much. You're, so. You are a fast food snob, and that's okay. It's not an insult. I was yeah. going to say, I guess it is kind of like the, when you and I used to go out of town and go to shows, if there was an IHOP. We would think it was like a treasure trove. Yeah, and now it's here. Because and for a long time, there was no IHOPs in Cincinnati. Right. I mean, at all. Not even within 100 miles. Yeah. And so, when they finally came here, we ate there. And then, like, but then even that, it was like, oh, we ate there a couple times and who cares? Yeah, you know? we, realized, we realized that IHOPs not really that good. Yeah. But back in the day, we'd be going to a show and we'd see an IHOP and we would all stop. So we're like, International House of Pancakes, awesome, cool breakfast place. And now that you have them everywhere, you can drive down the street to it. You realize that you don't really want to. No, because it's not really very good. No, it's not at all. And it's not even that In and Out isn't very good. But I, I think do In-N-Out's think that delicious. I think. Do you think that there's a better fast food burger? I don't. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, at all. If I like, it depends. Like, because fast foods are regional. I honestly, I mean. If I had to say, like, I, and I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't eaten, that was probably the first fast food I've eaten in a really long time. I don't even know how long. But, I mean, I would, I honestly would say that Hardee's is better. But that's just me. But there aren't very Sorry, many I of swallow. them. swallow. A lot of people are going to be furious that you just Yeah, said I know that. they are. <laughs> I don't care. And a lot of people at home are literally going, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. 
To be fair, I think In and Out is better, but I think Hardee's for fast food is delicious. Yeah, it's good. And I don't disagree. Well, I disagree with you that it's better than In and Out, but I don't disagree with you that Hardee's is a just, damn fine fast food restaurant. I mean, I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna say it. My reaction to In and Out every time I've had it was, this just tastes kind of like a bigger White Castle hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't see that. Um, I know people are not gonna like that, but I don't. That's okay. That's guys, d- diversity is what makes the world go around. So stop getting yeah. mad, Justin. I'm okay? not even like I don't think that anybody should it should be taken away from anybody if they love it. More power to you. You can love whatever you want to. I'm just personally. As a person who went to Los Angeles and was hanging out there, uh, you guys can have it. <laughs> you don't need to bring it out here. Guys, Justin's my friend. Don't be mean to him, okay? I don't, <laughs> I don't want a lot of hate mail, okay? I like in and out I think it's good. I eat there all the time when we go to Las Vegas and Los Angeles and Dallas, Texas, where there's one. Yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, that's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what else I really liked about Los Angeles. I mean, I like the weather, and I liked how... Um, the weather is nice because it never feels too hot. I think you're like me, where you like a nice 65 to 75. Yeah. And and I, I like... Yeah, I definitely like that. And I like... Um, I like that there's like a lot of like landmarks and history around there. Like, everywhere you go, there's always like something to look at or some kind of cool thing. So, there is that. But... Uh, you know, I don't know. What's your favorite part? What are your favorite parts? Los Angeles. Um, uh, for me, like this isn't trying to be a cop out answer, but honestly, like when I go to Los Angeles, like the times that I enjoy are because of the people that I know there. Yeah. Like I honestly, I can't really think of a certain place that I go, we could, hold on, let's, let's do this. What? What? Do what? I'm going to do this. Wait, never mind, can't. <laughs> Matt's at work. I was going to call him Matt. He, he would be the person that would know what I love and hate about Los Angeles other than me. Um, I love my friends in Los Angeles, so, like, when I get to go hang out with them, it's cool, such as um, Matt and Jess and our friend Raiden Peggy took me to Pizza Nista, which is the pizza place on the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I yeah. went there. I don't know if you got to go there. Uh-uh. It's cool because it's like they don't change it for the league. Like, you walk in and you're like, this is the pizza place from the league. Right. Um, which is one of my favorite shows. I know you like the show a lot, too. Yeah. And I don't get the league all the time because it's like takes place in Chicago. Yeah. And they use a lot of real Chicago restaurants and bars. Right. And then a lot of Los Angeles ones. I know, I know. But they don't at they don't switch it to be in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's still Chicago. Yeah, but uh, Pizza Nista is it's a actually delicious pizza. It's not just like a gimmick. Yeah, because the league, it's really good. And B, it's cool because we went there and like we got pictures, but we we're sitting in the booth where everybody in the league was sitting. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool. That um, is awesome. I, I like that. Um, I didn't do any of that. I was in places where they film stuff, and I didn't take any pictures of, like, oh, I was at this place. I walked by Glenn Danzig's house a bunch of times because they live right down the street from where his house is. He's never there, but. (laughs) Yes, yeah, he's probably, like, petting a few kittens inside or something. Yeah, it's funny because his house is, like, all fucked up on the outside. Like, 
it just looks disgusting and there's like cobwebs and stuff, but I have a feeling like he did that on purpose. It's goth, man. Yeah. Ugh. You ever heard of my band, The Misfits? Uh, they're not your band, Ryan. You ever heard of my band, Mother? <laughs> First of all, that's a Danzig song. Are you talking about your band, Wolf Mother? Stop it. What? I hate you. Walmart. You got a Walmart. Oh, my gosh. So, um, I just got word that Show You Suck will be calling in next week, not today. Okay. Because his publicist. This guy is really hard to track down. You know what? I, I don't appreciate it, but I'm working on something right now. Well, you might want to talk into a microphone. Well, give me a second. I'm working on something right now. Enter- entertain people for just a second. Okay. Um, Ryan has a milkshake from UDF, but then he I has, a, a, I guess, a Diet Coke from Steak and Shake, which makes me think you could have killed two birds with one stone. No. I'll explain in a second. But you... Okay. Well, I have water. Um, what else? What did I do? Oh, I went to uh, I did go to a taping of a TV show. Did you? Uh, what yeah. show? Whose line is it anyway? That would be awesome. I, I no, it was awesome. I didn't know that show was still on. Yeah, it's on the CW now. I do love that show. Yeah, but who's on it now? Same people. Is it just Aisha Tyler's the host instead of Drew Carey? Which is like fine, whatever. Nope. I'm not like a huge fan nope. of her. Nope. Um. Why? Because she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, our podcast took a turn. I know. Oh, no. Lost a bunch of listeners there. <laughs> that is that is a great show. That's pretty cool. How do you score that? Is it even hard at this point? Yeah, like, I mean, that... there's like tons of people go to it. Um, but uh, my friend Lisa is like the biggest Who's Line fan ever, so she really wanted to go, and she asked me if I wanted to go, and so she got tickets for me and her and her husband to go, and uh. It was actually really neat, and I'm definitely on camera like a lot because I was sitting in the seat next to where she starts the show at. That's pretty rad. Yeah. So, that so was when they tape shows like that. I guess I have a question. Oh no! So let me tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Then I'll ask my question. Don't ever go to a taping of that show. I. I it was really awesome, but it was also the worst experience I've ever had. I think. Uh. You have to show up super early, okay? So you have to get there at like four thirty. Then the the taping doesn't start. PM. Uh, yeah. Okay. The taping doesn't start until six p.m. Okay, but they make you just like sit around and wait. Then when you get into the taping, it takes they they tell you it's going to be four hours, but there's no breaks and you can't go to the bathroom. So for four, four hours of no peeing, no breaks, no stretching, no nothing. Yeah, just four hours straight of like sitting in a chair trying to muster the enthusiasm to continue laughing at something that after like three out or like two and a half hours has really become like funny anymore. It's still funny. It's just that you're uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like if they had a moment where they would like take a bathroom break, Oh, it would be perfect. But they try and film like three or four episodes at a time. So they just try and go straight through. Now the problem was, is that ours went super long it was only supposed to be four hours and it went for like almost four hours and 45 minutes because there were so many things that the director wanted to like, uh, do like, like shoot and do all these different things for. So we were there like a super, super long time. And I didn't eat since like 11 in the morning. So like, I was like really well, like you eat beforehand. I did. I ate lunch. Cause I was like, Oh, we'll probably eat oh, dinner. Right. And then you, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Where'd you, what'd you have for lunch? Uh, I, 
I actually, because I was going to be there for a week, we went to the grocery store, so I just had a peanut butter sandwich and an apple and some uh, cheese curls. Wanted you get some hummus, hippie? I did have some hummus, actually. It was pretty good. Oh, hippie. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think hummus is fine. I think that you'll find many people will agree that it's a very good uh, snack to have. And chickpeas are very good for you. Chickpeas are good, but hummus is gross. But that's what hummus is made of. It's different. They don't taste the same, though. They don't. You d- What? You don't just eat regular... You, you have never eaten just a chickpea by itself. No, you have not. I you have. don't boil chickpeas and just eat them plain. Wrong. Okay. How am I wrong? Because my roommate did it and it was delicious. They had to put something in it. Chickpeas I mean, are not. I might have added like some salt and pepper. Some yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chickpeas by themselves, they're pretty gross. Right. I'm saying he, he added some seasoning, but it's not the same as eating a fucking hummus. It's basically the same. No. <clears throat> Anyway, I don't know if you want to get anybody else because I only have about 40 minutes left. Do you? Yeah, I told you I had to be over by 7.30. Damn it, we need to get a long episode in here soon. Because I thought we were going to be starting at 5. We were supposed to start at 5. It's my fault. Um, it's fine. We can talk. I mean, we have plenty of shit to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, I had some uh, I had some pretty good hummus. I had, these, I had some wings at this place that was really fucking good, actually. Um, right. And I'm not even usually a wings guy, but uh, it's this place called West Forth and Jane. It's in Santa Monica. Oh, I went down to the pier, Santa Monica Pier, right? Like Everclear, man? Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Have you heard them? Uh, no. Art Alexakis? <laughs> no. We've, I, we've mentioned him two days in a row. I know. Why are, we shouldn't. Um, the Santa Monica Pier, in theory, is really cool. In practice, it is super know. gross. I already know where you're going, and you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it is like it's like every every person who couldn't go out on like Sunset Boulevard down by like the Chinese Theater or whatever goes there in like their costumes and tries to get money from you. Yeah, you're right. But they do have that really cool Ferris wheel, and they do have like a really awesome arcade there, and they do have two Japanese guys selling hot dogs, so that's pretty good. But aside from those things, Santa Monica Pier's kind of the grossest place. Yeah, Santa Monica Pier's not awesome. Um, it's not in general, no, at all. I want to be closer. Well, you just move it closer. It's there fine. we go. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, that's fine. Do so you hear my voice coming right <laughs> through <laughs> yes, to you? Yes, I do. In a way that makes you feel slightly tingly in your <laughs> groin. No, I mean, that would never happen. That's um, wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Why is it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Why Why do you always try and sexually harass me? First of all, if it's in the workplace, it's not sexual harassment. Well, it isn't really the workplace because we won't get paid for it. Yeah, we do. Well, I haven't seen any of this money. I know. I take it out on your ass. <laughs> so I don't get paid. You keep the money and then you fuck me? Yeah, essentially. Well, I don't really care for this arrangement. We need to renegotiate well, my contract. We can contract. renegotiate, but you're not going to like it. It's going to be worse. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't negotiate in the first place, so I, I, I mean, fail to see how it would be worse. We're not even get into it right now. I already saw a few tweets about sodomizing, and we already we're already going down a long narrow road yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Let's do some questions, tell some stories. I want to talk about um, some stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of people who've written in. Let's do some questions right now, and then we'll get into mental health and my new band and your mental health and how we're doing and then how we plan on moving on and being the best big snackers we can possibly be. Yeah, that's fine. Some people wrote in with their five top top of 2014. I'm curious. Let's, let's do it. Um, someone wrote in. Shower X Beers wrote in and just said DJ Qualls. So thank you. Uh, all right. For, <laughs> for telling us that just I, mentioning I hope, DJ I hope Qualls' is, name. I just hope that's your one through ten. <laughs> it was just somehow. I'm fine with that. Um, uh, bl- Blood on the Dance Floor, who has written in before and wrote in his top ten, decided to write in and say that white chocolate is better, and so I'm not going to read his top ten. Um, no, read because it because he's right. No, because white chocolate is better. Just he also you don't said agree. he also said it's pronounced Reese's, which what like like when you talk about Reese's peanut butter cups or whatever, he says it's pronounced Reese's. I don't think that we are pronouncing it Reese's. I've always called them Reese's cups, not yeah. They're they are Reese's cups, but Reese's Reese's pieces are Reese's pieces. You know what I mean? Like, I think the plural is Reese's. I think the plural is Reese's, but I think when you're talking about a Reese's cup, it's just a Reese's cup. If you're getting technical, Reese's pieces or Reese's pieces. Yeah. Reese is. Yeah. Reese is. Yeah. Reese's pieces. Yeah, but when you're talking about a Reese's, Reese's no, cup, Reese, you're it's getting a Reese's Reese cup. A Reese yeah. cup you yeah. Know? You can have about different a, pronunciations a, for shit, you fucking dick. Yeah, what about a Reese's cup? No. no Reese's. No. No, no Reese's. No. <laughs> what? Uh. Okay, so he said, I think in your last episode you told us to send in our top ten albums, but I can't remember for sure if you did or if you said albums or if the podcast even exists outside of my mind. Well, maybe not. No. So I decided to give you not only my top ten albums, but also my top ten songs and my top ten games. Uh, he said, oh, and this, instead of listening to a lot of new music this year, I listened to older music largely due to recommendations from you two. So almost all of my songs and albums came out prior to 2014. All right. Okay. That's fine. Um, I mean, if that's, if that's your opinion, uh, I guess we'll swing it. His number one. Actually, you want me to go 10 to 1? Yeah, let's start from the bottom. I, I like to start like from Drake? the bottom now we're here. Yeah. Um, like Drizzy. Uh, and I just I don't like starting with number one because I feel like it's yeah. very anticlimactic after that. Yeah. Uh, Life in General by MXPX. Great choice. Yeah. Stay What You Are by Saves the Day. Great choice. Uh, other People's Songs by Owen, which came out in 2014. I don't know anything about that band, so unfortunately I can't comment. It's a great record. Uh, Nothing Feels Good by The Promise Ring, which is a great choice. I would have gone with Very Emergency, but that's just the kind of person I am. I think you and I, I've realized over the years, are two of the only people that would go with Very Emergency. I've no, reali- I think you're right. I've realized that people, <clears throat> for some reason like that rawness of Nothing Feels Good, which is an incredible album. No, it is. I mean, The Promise Ring is one of my favorite bands of all time. Right. I, minus their first record, which is trash. Right. But it's basically a different band as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they, they've never done anything bad. I even love Woodwater. But yeah. people really like that rawness. And for some which reason... Which is, I mean, fine for them. I mean, yeah. I love that album too, don't it's, get me wrong. Like, B is for Bethlehem is one of the greatest songs oh, ever written. Absolutely. But, um, let's see... Six is Aim and Ignite by Fun, which I agree with because I think that album's amazing and their follow-up to it was terrible. I but that follow-up was the thing that got them popular. So I don't like Fun. 
and I love the format, so go figure. So I'm not I'm surprised you don't like Aim and Ignite then, because it just Aim sounds and like... Ignite is is definitely way better, but it was still them putting on a little bit too much of the Queen. Yeah, but that was what was good about it. the second album. Didn't have any of that. It just sounded like a shitty pop band. I agree, but I hate Queen. Oh, you're just a horrible. person. I'm the only person in the world. You I really know. must I really be. Am. I don't know how you live. Um, Hello, Rock View by Less Than Jake's number five. Great, great, great choice. Uh, Weezer, The Blue Album, number four. Heart of Them. Heart, Heartbreaker by Ryan Adams, three. Great. Yeah, that's you a know, fantastic to, album. Who is this person again? Are they single? They're just some guy. His name's Matt, I think. Matt, are you single? Write us in and let us know next week. I just said his name's Matt. I don't even know if that's true at all. Um, what's what's number that? two, Let's Talk About Feelings by Lagwagon. Correct. Jeez. Um, and number one is Pinkerton by Weezer. Very good. I might have just made up my soulmate as far as, I mean, that's, they're not the exact choices I would have made, but I mean, that's a pretty damn fucking good list. He wrote down his top 10 songs, which is Come Pick Me Up, or I'm sorry, actually, History of a Boring Town by Less Than Jake, uh, At Your Funeral by Saves the Day, All the Pretty Girls by Fun, Sad Astronaut by Lagwagon, Leave the Light On by Lagwagon, The Ignition Remix by R. Kelly. Are you sure this person isn't just you? Is this me? This uh, person is Uncanny, which I don't know if people know this. If you've seen mixtapes, unironically, I legitimately think that The Ignition Remix by R. Kelly is one of the ten best songs ever made. I know you do. But I know you agree with me. I don't agree with one of the top ten songs ever made. I agree it's a good song. It's just it's a perfect pop song. I've covered it in multiple bands I've been in. And this person does sound like me. Are th- is this a girl by any chance? No, it's a guy. Because I'm single now, you know. I know, but I just told you his name's well, Matt. Well, can I put it out there to the big snackers listeners that if there's any girls listening, that you can... <laughs> that you have the same list, you should uh, that, get a hold of Ryan. That if there's any girls listening... And there aren't. I, yeah, there are. <laughs> I have I have a Twitter, um, and Justin can put up the links to our Twitters. But you should hit me up, because I love meeting girls off the internet. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, remember, um, remember our stories about doing. Yeah, I like know. We We've some told ones. some on here. But really, I'm I'm single, and if you like good music or good video games or just having a good time, I'll tell you right now. Don't, I'm the dude for not, you. Do not tweet Ryan Roxwell. Lol. Lol. Yes, tweet me up. I'm no. the guy for you. Oh God. I'm <laughs> what. Uh, number four is... Why for- are you blocking me, bro? Forget Me by The Promise Ring. Great song. Uh, number three... I mean, I guess this is a good song. Seems out of place on this list. I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man by Prince, which is, I mean, yeah. Hey, you know what? Sure. Uh, Across okay. Across the Sea by Weezer. Great song. And then Come Pick Me Up by Ryan Adams. Great I agree. Great song. Uh, let's see. He wrote... His games are Shadow... Or, I'm sorry. Earth Defense Force 2025, which is a good game. It's a good game. Threes, which... I don't know if I count app games. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a cool game. Same with Ollie Ollie. I don't know. Uh, Luft Rousers, which is actually a really cool shooter. Titanfall. No, you're wrong. Um, five, uh, Banished is number five. Uh, and I like that game all right, but I don't know if I'd put it in the top Why is 10. this person's music taste so good and their video game taste seems to be so piss poor? Yeah, number four, The Wolf Among Us. I'll agree. I would put it higher. Uh, number three, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. It was cool. Uh, number two, Hearthstone. No, absolutely not. Uh, and number one, Shadow of Mordor. Okay, I'll give you that one. But you didn't have Far Cry 4 on your list, Hold so on. by default. I was going to say, you'll give him that one that was number one? 
Shadow of Mordor? That was good. Yeah, I'd give it to him as number one. I love that. Number that one. Game. It was your number one game of the year? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. My number one would have probably been... I'm sure it's Far Cry 4. Yeah, Far Cry 4 would probably be number one, followed by... Because you can't do the, the GTA 5 re- uh, re-release. Say, I know you definitely can't count it. If you count it, it was a GTA 5 reboot because it had new missions, all new graphics. It's fucking gorgeous. And there's new cars, new vehicles, right. new weapons. Uh, I said new cars and new vehicles because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, that's technically true because there's yeah. cars and helicopters and all kinds of stuff. Uh, new weapons, some new missions. So if counting GTA, then that's by far my game of the year. But since that technically shouldn't count... Um, I'm going to say, yeah, Far Cry 4 is incredible. Um, I will say Shadows of Mordor was really good. Um, I think Dragon Age sucks. Well, I mean, I disagree with you. Fuck my dear, man. <laughs> All you do is drop your phone. I'm just, I know. <laughs> what if I was so mad that I dropped my phone that I just like got up and stormed out? Um, Dragon Age just doesn't... It's like I told you yesterday. I know to anybody that plays Dragon Age, they're going to disagree with me. Yeah. The game is huge, but like when I play GTA or Far Cry, I feel like I'm in a huge, living, breathing world with things happening everywhere. And Dragon Age is enormous, and there's always stuff happening and quests happening. And I don't know how to explain it, but it <coughs> just feels like hollow and empty to me. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it doesn't... Doesn't feel huge. I mean, I disagree because I think that it's modeled more like after how the world would be, where you have like small towns and outposts and stuff, and then there's a bunch of shit that exists, you know? Right. Like, if we didn't have cities and stuff, it's kind of how things would work out. There'd be small places where people band together. I live in America, we have cities. I know, but you don't live in America where there's dragons, so. Um, Fair enough. Uh, what else would I put in my video game top ten? I guess we should talk about this since we we haven't done a proper year end in general. We should buzz through these at least. I would put a Far Cry Four would be my number one. And Far Cry Four, what they did and some people complained about is fine with me. I don't get the complaint. Is you know Far Cry One to Two and Two to Three were very different games. Yeah. Far Cry 4 didn't really change much from 3. They just kind of made it a little bigger, made the graphics way better, and put in new characters and a new story. Yeah. That's fine, because Far Cry 3 is one of the best games ever right, made. Right, exactly. And I didn't need I didn't need it to be severely <coughs> updated. I was fine. You know, it was fine the way it was for me. No, and I, I mean, I don't... My problem with people who go like, oh, but it needs to be different is, okay, I would agree with you if you were talking about Assassin's Creed. Yes, it needs to be different because yes. something needs to be done with that series to make it good. It's a fucking terrible series Assassin's now. Assassin's Creed was Unity the new one? Yeah. I bought it. Um, my roommate and I played it. We beat it. It was fun, but here's the thing. Like you said, um, yes, it's impressive how many people are on the screen at a time. Yes, it's impressive how big and fast and to scale the buildings are. Yeah. And it's impressive. A lot of things. A lot of things about the impre- Assassin's Creed are impressive. I'm not going to take those away from it. But overall, it's still just the same game dressed up with thousands of people everywhere, and the same ideas and the same gameplay. 
And it just gets really old really fast. Right. Whereas the Far Cry games, like, they don't. Like, they have lots of stuff going on. And you can play them any way you want to, so it's like your own game. Oh, literally, Far Cry, I wish people would understand how amazing it is, is, like, far. you know how many games, you know, boast video games that say, like, do this mission however you want, do this however you want, it's your choice, it's your choice. And it never really usually is. Yeah. In Far Cry, you could see, like, an outpost, you know, half a mile away. Right. And you could literally, if you wanted to, I mean... Like, this is no exaggeration for people who are on the fence about Far Cry 4 or haven't bought it yet. Say you have an outpost of, like, six guys with machine guns, and you need to take it over and get supplies out of it. You could go kill a bunch of tigers if you wanted out in the forest, skin them for their meat, and then sneak up and throw tiger meat all over the base. Yeah. And then tigers would come. And maul all the guys down and kill them. Yeah. So you didn't have to fire a single bullet. You could go in straight Call of Duty style if you wanted with a machine gun. Yeah. And blast the guys away. You could take a um, a gas can if you wanted and put a trail going from the base out in the middle of the woods if you wanted to. Shoot it, light it on fire, and burn them all to death. Like, it really is unlimited. Like, you can play the game, and it's funny because... Josh, my roommate, beat Far Cry, and I'm in the middle beating it right now. And we literally played completely different. And it was interesting to see how he played compared to me, is we played totally different styles. Yeah. And that's the thing, is, like, those games, nobody has the same experience. No. Um, at all, really. Even in the third one, I'm sure, especially in the fourth one. But that's what's pretty cool about those games, and that's the reason why... That's not really a formula you need to tinker with all that much. You give people the open no. world and the, the sandbox to do what they want to do, and they're going to. The people who are complaining about it are the same people who always go, I want something new, and then when somebody makes something new, they go, I hate this thing. Yeah, it's like, where's the old stuff? The old one was better. Yeah, and it's like, you're the ones Those who bitched and bitched. are like, never happy, no. and they can fuck off. Those yeah. are the type of people that shouldn't be listened to in the first place. Yeah. Um, I agree, but um, other video games... I think there's a few downloadable games I liked a lot. Not phone, but just like on Steam. I'm trying to think of a few smaller games. Was Kentucky Route Zero last year? Yeah, I mean, I guess the the um, season ended last year. So, yeah. That game was great. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. How would you explain it? I mean, I recommend I it to anybody. Know. It's only like $10. Yeah, I don't even know how it's to explain It's a point-and-click it. game with a weird art style. Um I feel like if I tried to explain it, it would give too much away. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Just, uh, just go look up just, a, a yeah. YouTube video of Kentucky Route Zero. Just play it. It's really great. But, yeah, anything you want to say about it is it would kind of ruin the experience, I think. Uh, I thought Walking Dead Season 2 was really good. I have not um, played any of the Walking Deads from Telltale, and I think I might actually tonight take the plunge. You should. They're really great games. Yeah. Right now, Season 1 and 2... Are on Steam for four dollars a piece, so I can get oh. both for eight. Yeah, you might as well. Um, uh, it's basically a point and click, and just answer a lot of questions, right? And I'm okay with that. That's yeah, it's an uh, adventure game. I mean, it's the same as all the other Telltale games, um, but it's really great. The story's really great. Everything about it, all these characters and stuff are great. It's so much better than the show and the comic really are. I don't know how Telltale does that, but they tend to improve upon things. Well, I've heard. The Walking Dead by Telltale might be one of the few video games I literally 
I'm not sure I've heard somebody say a bad word about. Yeah, I mean, not very many people ever have. I'm sure there's people who do because they're like, well, can't you shoot all the zombies? Blah, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. But that isn't what the game's about, you know? Um, I've heard it's a very emotional game. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I definitely read some reviewers that were like grown adults that were like, I cried, you know, during this. Part oh, yeah. During this part. Um, it's pretty intense, like, as far as a game like that goes. I think I'm, I'm going to get it tonight. Yeah. Um, oh, the South Park game came out last year. Wait, was that last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's easily in my top five, if not three. Yeah, I would put it up there pretty. That's probably my top three, actually. That game blew me away. Um, yeah, it came out in February, so. Not only is it one of the funniest games ever made, yeah, if not the funniest game ever made, yeah, I would get, I'd probably put it up there. The fact that how funny it is mixed with how good the animation is, yeah, and how much it looks just like a South Park episode, but then just how deep of an RPG it actually is, yeah, like you don't expect. I guess you know when I started playing it at first, I don't know about you, I didn't expect it would be that deep of a game. No, I mean, I just figured it would be, like, kind of a throwaway. Like, it would be fun, but it wouldn't be, like, the greatest thing on Earth or anything like that. Right. Exactly. That's how I felt, too. But the South Park game was definitely in my top three. That, Far Cry. Um, I'm trying to think what else even came out last year. I was going to say, um, this year I have a million games coming out that I want. Oh, you know what comes out tonight at midnight is Dying Light, which I'm actually excited about. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to get I'm that. kind of uh, wary about it because they said there wouldn't be any embargo on reviews and then they haven't released any reviews of it yet and that's uh, kind of a bad sign a lot of times. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I, it seems like it'll be pretty great. I do want to... I wish I had a PS4 so I could play that Order 1886 game. Looks pretty good. What was that? The game where, like, you're like these dudes in like the 1800s. It's sort of like a alternate timeline of the United States or whatever. And like you're like these knights that are sworn like to protect against like supernatural creatures and shit like that. It's we'll like watch the trailer of, for that. Yeah, it looks really cool. When's that come out? I thought it came out tomorrow. Is that only PS4? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I. Wish I would have taken the time today to make like a list of things. I should probably, should probably just do that for next week. Do and it for then next actually, week. Yeah. Why don't we, uh, here's what we should do. You know, people always do year end lists yeah. for next week for the listeners and for ourselves. Why don't we make a list of our most amp- anticipated things this year? Yeah, that'll work. Um, everybody at home listening to you and please email us on Tumblr and do your most anticipated albums um, movies, video games, one or all three, whichever suits you the best. Yeah. If you want to be all three, you can do all three. If yeah. you just like movies, if you just like music, uh, writing your most anticipated and tell us why, and we'll talk about it. And Justin and I will also make our own list. We'll make them detailed. We'll make it a good one. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit coming out. Say, so I will take, I'll probably start tonight, but yeah, next Monday, you and I should have our most anticipated list. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so let's do that. Just in, oops, just for the sake of time, I'll read this last one, and we'll read the rest of them next week. That's fine. And then it I was just somebody wrote in and said, "I was wondering if we could get more Kermit the dog. I think the character adds the most to the show versus the other characters. I agree. He's pretty hilarious, and I'm sure he's looking good, feeling good. I have a feeling that was your friend who has a dog named Kermit, who wrote that. 
Well, what's the person's name? They didn't say. No, I don't have any friends. <laughs> you have some friends, Ryan. No, Justin, I don't. Uh, Hi, Justin. Hi. Kermit the dog I know here. who you are. You don't have to introduce yourself every time. Well, Justin, it's like this. Uh, it, it's not easy being a green dog, okay? I... I sometimes get mistaken for a lime in the coconut. How? Kermit the dog here. I understand, but how would you get mistaken for that? You're a dog. You put the lime in the coconut and... Uh, <laughs> First of all, the voice is... <laughs> you lost the voice as soon as you started I lost, singing. I know, I did. I couldn't sing with it. I, I <laughs> lost it. It's gone. It's gone. Um, Anyways, how long do we have? About 15 minutes, so I figured if you want to talk about... Oh, yeah, I was going to talk. So, for those that don't know, I think I talked about it a little bit, but uh, I have a new band, and I'm not not just talking about it to try to promote it or pump it. I have a story behind everything. Um, I said pump it. (laughs) I heard you. (laughs) Cool, man. I'm glad that you really liked it that much that you said that. I said pump it. Oh my God. I said pump it. Okay. Um, but uh, for once in my life, I'm just in one band, which is very rare. I'm usually in three to four to five bands at a time. And I am in one band, and we're called Massive Knights, N-I-G-H-T-S. And it's me, a girl named Sarah, and a guy named Tim, and... We have been uh, working our asses off to make an EP, which is done and comes out on Sunday. And we have a music video coming out tonight at midnight, or tomorrow technically. And I can't wait for people to see it. And we, uh, basically for those people that don't know, for the past two or three years I've been struggling with depression like crazy. And I... Became an insanely severe alcoholic, which is funny because I well, it's not funny. But no, it's not, <laughs> not, it's not funny. Not at all. At all. <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny because I never drank in my entire life, so it's funny when people are always like, "Well, all the mixtapes lyrics that just cheapens them." Like, no, when I wrote those songs, I was, I was sober, and I, I, I meant everything I said, and I don't like drinking still to this day. But after my dad had passed away, it took a good year, and. uh I think it finally kicked in that my dad wasn't coming home. Yeah. And if you've ever lost somebody, you know, it, it's just at first it doesn't seem real. Yeah. And uh, it finally kicked in. And I, I didn't know how to sleep. I was having night terrors, screaming, waking up sweating, and just in general not in a good spot at all. So I'd start drinking. And um, I drank and I drank. And I didn't drink on tour. And I didn't drink when I was recording because I felt like that was cheap to mixtapes fans. Right. And I wanted to put on the best show possible. But when I got home from tour, I would drink and drink and drink until I passed out and fell asleep. And I uh, got in such a bad depression that um, it got really, really hard for me to do anything. So it got to the point where I would start drinking at about 10 a.m., yeah. And not stop until I blacked out and went to bed. And it was the only way I could sleep. It was the only way I could do anything. So finally, um, I started to hurt really bad in my stomach. And I could tell something was wrong. So 
So it was really hard to get the guts to do it, but I just called my mom one day um, about two months ago. You know, said, Mom, I need to go to the hospital. She's like, what's wrong? And I was like, just come over. I'll explain it. I'll be okay until you get here. And she came over, and I uh, I told her everything. She had no idea I'd been drinking. Some of my friends knew or suspect, suspected, but no one really knew, you know, what was really going on. Yeah. Because I hit it really well. And uh, so I went to the hospital, and I was there for about a week and a half. And it turned out that I had pancreatitis which is caused from drinking too much. And is more interesting is people that get pancreatitis, much like cirrhosis or anything, usually drink for upwards of 10 years. Yeah. And I drank a little less than four. But Yeah, pan- but there were other factors involved in that. Yes. It was more than just drinking. Yeah, I definitely, I had problems with other things too. And, um some legal and illegal things and I just basically you know fucked myself up really bad and I I regret it obviously like crazy and I'm glad now it's funny why do I keep on saying it's I don't funny know, it's not funny maybe it's a nervous twitch to say probably it's funny. this stuff's hard to talk about but I feel like if I can talk about it anywhere it's to Justin and to the people listening because I feel like the people that listen to our podcast do have some sort of a care for Justin and I's well-being yeah. And Justin and I both have a lot of mental issues, and we both go to the therapists. I mean, I don't know how much Justin wants to get into that stuff, but Justin and I both have therapists, and we both, uh, I think it's true as the most entertaining people and the comedians and the creative people and the songwriters are the most tortured. Yeah, I mean, I would say. And uh, I'm not trying to make it a pity party here for me or Justin. Like, you know, I'm happy and lucky to be where I'm at right now. But I definitely face a lot of issues. And uh, so once I got out of the hospital, I just recently over the last few weeks, I uh, I feel like I have a new lease on life. And I found out some bad news about my mom. And it's just made me, um, I can honestly say, I was telling our friend Greg yesterday yeah. that I'm happier right now in the past few weeks than I have been in three years at least. I mean, that's good. You just have to concentrate on continuing Staying. to be. Exactly. And um, going to talk to somebody and having my friends and this new band, which is what I needed after mixtapes, I kept drinking because I just, I felt, you know, no creativity at all. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to write. Right. And I just felt so empty. And then Tim and Sarah and I from Massive Nights, started writing and I felt so alive and we started making these music videos and I felt I felt and I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be like we've been uh, working like crazy we're going to start playing shows we want to tour we're putting out records um, like I said it comes out on Sunday we want to try to be in the top 10 on Bandcamp so if everybody could help that would be awesome I'll post stuff online before then yeah and we'll put stuff up on the Big Snackers page. But I just want to prove that um, you can leave behind something, you know, important that people think you're crazy for leaving behind, like mixtapes. And you can come out the other side better and go through the hell that it takes to get there and then, you know, restart something with no help 
and no backers and no friends trying to vouch for you, you know? You can just do it on your own, which I think is really hard. I think most people get comfortable having friends with record labels or friends in bigger bands, and I have all that, and those are our friends, but it's nothing that I'm relying on for the new band. Right. We just want to do it ourselves. I don't. It's not Ryan from Mixtape's new band. It's Ryan, Tim, and Sarah, and it's Massive Nights, and it has nothing in common with anything I've done. And we are ex- extremely stoked and can't wait for people to hear the EP, and the video comes out tonight, so please... At midnight tonight or tomorrow, go to haveamassivenight.com because we also kind of decided we don't want to go through any new sites. We'd rather just do it ourselves right. instead of owing favors or trying to hit up this website or that website to hopefully publish our video. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why not just do it ourselves? No, I and agree. Say fuck everybody else because I feel like we can do it, and why not us? Which was my main thing. Yeah. There's a million people that sit around and talk about making great records in basements, their friends. And a lot of those people are playing stadiums later. So Yeah, that's true. Why why can't it be us? So um but no, I am I am sober and I'm not drinking and it's awesome and I drank once since I stopped drinking and it sucked so bad that I'm glad that I did it because it made me realize how much pain it caused me. Well, yeah. Like, I literally wanted to die for four days after I did. So, um, it's nice. And it's funny because I've always been kind of anti-drinking and wrote about it. And I was sincere about it at the time. Still am. But I just wanted to get it out there because um, I figured if this isn't the place for it, then you know where is. Yeah. Because we have thousands of people that listen to us and feel like they relate to us. And if they relate to us through all the funny stuff and making fun of music and stuff, you know, why not relate to us through the serious stuff? Right. Um, and Justin has his own problems, too. So I know if people out there are going through anything, like this isn't turning into some cheesy suicide hotline, but I mean what I'm being sincere about is if anybody out there is a listener of the show and likes it and like you're dealing or struggling with anything, I literally, four weeks ago, was in a hospital bed, not sure if I was going to live. And no one really knew because, you know, it was hard. And we didn't get to do the show, but it wasn't looking good for me. And uh, I'm doing a lot better now. Yeah. So if anybody is struggling with anything, like, write to us or talk to somebody about it. It doesn't have to be <coughs> us, but you can write to us. You can email me, and I will respond. Yeah. I get a lot of emails from people from mixtapes and from my bands and um a lot of people in bands i know don't have time i don't know why because it's not that hard because i'm usually up till 5 a.m so i will respond so if you have a problem email me at ryanempire at gmail.com and that's my email is ryanempire at gmail.com or facebook me and uh we can chat because it's nice to have somebody to talk to and justin has always been here for me as someone i can talk to and it's something I appreciate a lot. So between my good friends and my mom and having the desire to see my mom, you know, survive and live through what she's going through. And this new band, which is like where I finally feel like uh, I'm part of something special. Not that mixtapes wasn't. I don't want to downplay it. I just I feel very at home right now with what I'm doing musically. Right. 
And uh, our music video, like I said, comes out tonight. But that's the least important part of this. I'm not acting like I'm not promoting it because I am, because I want it to do well. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to act like yeah. I'm not trying to promote it. And the album comes out Sunday, and I do want people's help. There will be a special track that comes with it. If you donate anything, even if it's a dollar on Bandcamp, we want to be in the top ten. And it would be a huge help. But more importantly, um, I'm in a good spot for the first time in forever. Yeah. And I feel really happy and proud of myself. Yeah, that's good. And I know Justin has worked really hard as fuck, too, to get where you are right now. Yeah. And you've worked through a lot of uh, serious shit in your brain. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll talk about it at some point. But, like you said, if there was... You know, I've I've talked to a couple of people who listen to this uh, when they've been feeling bad and stuff. And um, hopefully it makes a difference. I mean, they said it does. So, hopefully, like, that actually translates to helping them in their lives but yeah if you you know don't be afraid to reach out if you need help because that's the most important thing that you can do no and i think sometimes people when they say reach out people really do go like the suicide hotline and like this big serious thing and it doesn't have to no it doesn't i mean a big serious thing it can be so much as me calling justin and just being like hey man like i'm really depressed like can we just talk like you can just talk to your friends you don't have to make a big to-do about it to, a- to ask for help. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You just do it. You just talk to somebody. So if anybody out there has any serious problems or struggling, you know, email me or Facebook me. It's Ryan Rockwell. It's easy. It's ryanempire@gmail.com, And Justin and I would love to listen because this podcast, I think, just, just like uh, this new band, like Massive Nights, has changed my life for the better. It's made me learn a lot about myself. It's helped us uh, interview people that I never thought I'd talk to in my entire life. Right. And it's helped me learn just different things. And this podcast is incredible. And I can't wait till next week and next year and to keep on doing it. Right. And get bigger so we can get sponsors and sell out and uh, have money and crush <laughs> all of you. But, uh, yeah, not to be like a huge, you know, downer or anything like that, but, um, you know, Ryan had been wanting to talk about what he's been going through, so uh, we appreciate you listening to it. I'm sure at some point I'll talk about some of the stuff I've been going through, but I yeah. I don't want to take away uh, from Ryan's recovery and everything. So I appreciate it, and I don't want to be a complete downer, but I would hope that if you listen to the podcast and you're a fan of what we do, it's at least of some interest to you. Right. Our personal lives. And yeah. uh, I literally was so depressed that I drank to the point where I almost died. Right. And I don't want to ever drink again. And it's not about being a straight edge or not straight edge or hating alcohol. I don't hate alcohol. I hate myself drinking alcohol. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's not an anger thing. It's just a controlling yourself thing. And I'm happy now. So for the first time in two or three years, I'm happy. And. I have a record that I'm proud of, and I hope everyone likes it. It's very different than mixtapes, so don't expect it to sound like mixtapes exactly. No, it's not going to. It definitely doesn't at all, actually. <laughs> and, uh, so, tonight at midnight, haveamassivenight.com. Please go there, check it out, and please spread it all over Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. Haveamassivenight.com, anytime after midnight, and that would mean the world to us. Because uh, 
the more we can get people to pay attention without any help from any labels or managers or anyone and do it all by ourselves, the more people are going to pay attention. And that's what we want. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. Next week, we actually have double guests now because I just got confirmation. Show You Suck, the up-and-coming rapper from uh, Chicago, will be here, who is going to be hilarious. Yeah. I can already tell. Yeah, yes. And Ryan Seaman, the uh, infamous drummer of Fallen Reverse, maybe one of the most controversial bands on the planet right now. So that'll be interesting. And he said he's down to talk about whatever. So uh, we will see how that goes. Uh, I mean, I have some questions for him. That's for oh, sure. A lot of people, you'd be surprised how many people have hit me up and just been like, I can't believe you're getting the drum or phone reverse, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't see why not. I would get Ronnie. I would talk to any of them. I want anybody in our podcast. Yeah. This isn't like an elitist podcast. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm turning into one. <laughs> so it's just like, but yeah, we're here to have fun and talk to people. And that's about it. Um, uh, I, I got, I have the, uh, final song this week. Um, I don't know if you've listened to new Lupe Fiasco CD yet. The new one? Yeah. I heard it was horrible, but I wanted to hear it. It's really good. good. Okay. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Uh, you should listen to it. It's actually really yeah, good. Yeah. The horrible wasn't my opinion. It was just what I read. There's a song on it. I, I, this has kind of gone by the wayside in modern rap, but Every once in a while, someone will do like a posse song where they have like a shit ton of people on. Yeah. There's a song on the album called Chopper that's really, really good, um, which will be the final song today. But you should listen to Tetsuo and Youth because it's actually a really good album, I think. And I, But that's also coming from a person who didn't like Lupe Fiasco before uh, this album. So, um, you well, know. I will listen to the album on the way home. Yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to Big Snackers. Thanks for uh, listening to our serious talk and our goofy talk. And like I said, if you have problems, even tonight, I'll be home in an hour. Uh, Facebook me. uh, Email me. Talk to me. Um, And if you're a single girl that has problems, then I'm just kidding. (laughs) But um, no. (laughs) You always got to try for it. (laughs) You you always got to try. But uh, no, really, please. Hit me up, and then on top of that, thank you for listening, and make sure you write your um, most anticipated in 2015, whether it be movies, music, or video games, and why. And Justin and I will do the same, and we will read them next Monday. Um, yeah, so uh, enjoy this song, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Peace, peanut butters. <laughs> Peanut butters? Peace, peanut butters. Okay. All right, butter. (laughs) Bye. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Lupe Fiasco. No, you got to see that remedy this one, Lupe. Had to get blue on this track, you kid. Oh, I live for this shit, you know what I mean? Uh, y'all with my food stamps. Cocker signed by my mama. Medical car from Obama. Background check for a chopper.
chopper. Background check for a chopper. Background check for a chopper. Filet me out with my food stamps. Background check for a chopper. Metal car from Obama. Background check for a chopper. Background check for a chopper. Chopper fully my black tee slide. My baby mama done fucked up on her food stamps. Now three months we certified. I'm right. Niggas be watching. They don't want these problems. When them bills do, niggas get ready. No bullshit. I'm plotting. I'm a government baby. Let me get my cheese. Let me get my cheese. Got a seven tray in my mama, y'all. Sitting on these. I'm about this feed. I'm about this feed. Just know it's free. You a bone weed, silver spoon in your mouth. So don't critique. Look at me, nigga. Cause he a hood nigga. Tryna get this cake. All these that they giving now. How school gon' educate for layman, yo. And my foes damn. I know my mama credit straight good. So I'm out here with this dope money. Got a big body in my hood. Nigga, you see it. Better believe it. This what I'm about. Got a trap house to be booming, nigga. Fiends in the night. Cut the check. Anyway, it come. Nigga, section A. Zero straight. Cheapest money I made. This block and stay up high. Filet me on with my food stamps. Would tell you I don't, but it won't be the truth. Let me hit you back on my government phone. Still a hood nigga, what you want me to do? We get a blunt and a joint out of Starbucks. A lie where I'm from. We be actually hooping in Jordans. Five dollar white t-shirts and them loose cigarettes. Ain't nobody for the do shit important. People really don't give no fuck about nothing. Although they may smile and be cordial. Dealing around with the wrong damn crowd. They been a found you. My friend, I'm in a highly to warn you. Background check for the top of the bevel. Put the back down the neck of imposters. The murder rate ain't back down yet. Cause they wrote that down yet. Kid the nigga that was trying to say saw some people. Listen, you could be predisposed to be preconditioned. Or speak what the preacher been preaching. Be the person to put some process in your progress. Or be the prevention. I just live my life and I don't stop grinding until God tell me to. I get money. I ain't gotta sell my soul. Oh, who the hell is you? They say my kind ain't welcome everywhere. Well, I can deal with that. But those who pop that shit get the shit popped out of them is still a fact. So mind your business and stay the fuck out of mind. You'll solve your find that this is best for everyone involved. Yeah. All in all, in the Lord, my brother. Filet me y'all with my phone stamps. Mm. Cocker sign for my mama. Mm. Medical car from Obama. Background check for a chopper. Chopper. Filet me y'all with my phone stamps. Mm. Cocker sign for my mama. Mm. Medical car from Obama. Permit, don't need permission from my doctor. I've been smoking since a preteen toddler. I've been surfing since a jit trying to dodge all the obstacles. My teachers all told me that were probable. Probable call, no crack, I never really had it. I was just a nigga in a high price whip. Me, I'm just a nigga with an education. Hold up in the ghetto where you better have a stitching on the clip. Well, beef comes around in the town more often than these bitches in motion. I got a yapper, five dollars off the street. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. more than anything, though. You won't test my devotion. My first amendment right, they Violated in the time we are spoke. Chicago vibes boosting up and we just focusing on other environments. Cross country tape, no smoke fiends arising. My little new dome and I apologize because it was something I was promoting. Chopping my bitch name, case I like somebody up. You just let them know it's stolen. Bridge gun play, shit, that's all they see, that's all they know. Without it kind of hope. Said this on 09 and still don't matter, for grandma. I done said all the names and niggas still ain't want no Anna. You probably tell me trouble, you gotta put the Mac down. Felonies all on your background. Said this on 09 and still don't matter, for grandma. I done said all the names and niggas still ain't want no Anna. You probably tell me trouble, you gotta put the Mac down. Felonies all on your background. I used to run up in your crib with shit that go blocker. Nigga try to break my squad like I'm Waka. I don't wanna see no chain, I can't rock her. Heard on Timmy Life is a bitch, can't stop her. Even if I could, I tell him I would knock her. Tell her get that six and eight and then swap her. Baby mama tax rate. Turn new dropper. I might wanna go sip this bitch like I'm Shaka. All of my whips wetter than the water house. Food stamp get flipped. What
but they bore the cost. Yeah, I'm acting like a nigga that ain't never had shit. Be late, be Joan, bore the house. My little brother on his medical shit from that block street. Nigga, healthcare insured by that guap. Always in high demand, no stop. Jackers playing open season with that yacht. Shit, I probably need the same. I find drama. Laws out looking for me like Osama. I don't wanna do no beer. Yo, I'm still waiting on that one phone call from Obama. Tell them I need a tougher. They telling me I'm a feeling. I tell them they got it wrong. I be the case and I'm sipping. I'm well acquainted with him, but I'm trying to make it to heaven. But they don't want me to make it. That's why these niggas be telling me if I don't get the chopper, I'ma probably run up inside it. They better give me an answer. I'm trying to be cool. If I don't get it, then everybody gon' feel every week. I'm finna make them repeat it like they in school. Bad news, everybody open up some. You can move all you want, just not sudden. It ain't no thinking I was playing. I am not yeah. threatened. The mentality of a goon, I am not scared. Something laying y'all with my phone stand. Mm. Cockles signed by my mama. Mm. Medical call from Obama. Healthcare there, I ain't worried. Nah. Healthcare there, I ain't worried. Hey, excuse me as 
I repeat myself. Yeah. Work twice as hard to complete myself. Yeah. My opposition is not pretending. Wanna work twice as hard to defeat myself. Yeah. Fuck being a hip hop purist. When I spend 50,000 on security, yeah. there's the contradiction you'll feel us. Rip to the homies, but long let it kill us. That's why I look at God, can I ah? Cause these are the cars that he deal us. Ramen can't fill us, Medicaid can't heal us. And the mamas can't stop us, and these shoppers might kill us. Niggas wild niggas in the eyes. In the video with some niggas that didn't die. Look the ghost in the face and I cry. No Wu-Tang, just Lou Gang when I ride. With an ill up, saying free the guys like I'm dirt. With a clean record, but I'm cursed. Cursed to make a half a million off a verse, nigga. Chop.